36-year-old Katie Ann Corbin charged with murder called paramedics herself. When paramedics arrived, they found her husband with a single stab wound to his chest. Yeah, this was a story last week that really gripped us, and I think it was mainly because it was different in the fact that it was a woman killing her husband. And she was angry because he came home from work two hours late through a knife. But the one thing I can't get out of my mind is that her four-year-old, their four-year-old child witnessed it. Now, she's gone away to, to jail, but what happens when she gets out? Does she have a relationship with the child or not? Because the child will be... She got six years, was it? Nine years. Nine years, right. So the, the child will be a teenager and would have understood the story and everything that went on. So I imagine by that stage, you'd have to take into account the feelings of the child because mm. that child's now with the, the murdered man's parents. Yes. Mm. And it's how it happened as well with Jared Bate and Clay here yeah. in Brisbane. Even with their three girls. The, the parents of the woman who's in jail, mm. they've got to have a relationship with the child as well because they're still the grandparents. Well, I think they, um, their family are looking after it. You couldn't imagine having to be face-to-face with someone who took yeah. your son's life. No. And we did get a late call um, into the show from someone who's been in this experience. Um, an anonymous, good morning. Good morning. Tell us your story. Okay, so um, it happened when I was in my 30s, um, about nine and a half years ago, nearly 10 years ago now. I got a phone call to say that I needed to get to my parents' house quite urgently, that they needed me. On the way to the house, got another phone call to say that um, actually both my parents had died. Um, So when I got to the house, there was police everywhere. It was a crime scene. And then um, they asked me who I was, and I said, and uh, basically they said that my mother was in the house, that she was deceased, um, and that they couldn't find my father at that stage. Wow. And what went through your mind at that moment? Obviously, you you start to think things. What did you think had happened? Um, I, I was just in complete shock, of course. Mm. Um, I remember just screaming and just, falling on the ground in a heap um, and then it transpired that they had found my father. He had tried to kill himself um, unsuccessfully and um, then the, the chain of events started to um, be revealed and then he was taken into custody and from that second on my life changed forever. Yeah, I can imagine. Did you have any doubt or did you just want to believe that it wasn't your father when you had known that your um, mother was deceased? Oh, of course, it's something that no one ever expects um, when it sort of all transpired. Um, my parents are, were, I shouldn't say are, my parents were older, mm. um, then obviously if I'm in my 30s, mm. and um, had always been together, very re- loving relationship. I never grew up in a house of domestic violence. It was um, quite a shock, and um, once I realised, after the police had said what had happened, I just couldn't believe it. I thought maybe it had, might have been a, a crime of um, passion or something. Maybe she had some disease that I wasn't aware of or something. Yeah. But it, it transpired that it had been a domestic violence. They had argued and he basically snapped, for right. want of a better word, yeah. What was the conversation like when you first had a moment to speak to your dad after it? Um, I did. I saw him at the police station, probably... Um, I can't remember now if it was initially that day or the next day. Um, he was quite a dishevelled, broken man. Um, my father's always been quite the strong one, very, I guess, just 
generational, never really showed emotion. I'd only seen my dad cry a couple of times in my life. I'm an only child, so um, the impact of that was quite surreal. I just remember putting my hand up on the glass like you see in the movie, mm. saying, I know what you've done. And, um, you know, it's, I don't know, I can't even remember what I said, but I remember saying, I know what you've done. Then he goes to jail. Uh, yes. And how long How long did he get? Um, it was a long process. There was lots of court cases to and froing, um, going to different courts, going to a mental health court, and then back to the normal system, for want of a better word. Um, in the end, it was dropped to manslaughter. Right. There was no... Um, it couldn't prove that there was any intent, that he actually intended to murder her. So um, it was dropped to manslaughter. So all up, I think he served maybe five and a half years in prison and then went on to parole. So your dad is out of prison now? Correct. What's your relationship like with him? Oh, obviously it will never be the same as what it once was. Mm. And I... Unless... The way I look at it, unless you've walked in my shoes, don't judge me. Um, I do have a relationship with my father. I did even visit him when he was in prison, and that's just a whole other story. That's someplace you never want to be. Um, certainly never as a visitor. You feel very judged as well. Um, and I do see him. Probably we're not as close as once we were, but at the end of the day, he's still my dad. I still love him. I certainly don't condone what he did or his actions. Um, the repercussions have been like phenomenal for me. Yeah. Um, I believe a part of me died that day, the day that she died, and I'll never get that part of me back. But um, one thing it has given me is resilience. I'm, um, I'm, I'm very fortunate that my partner was absolutely amazing, like mm. phenomenal. So, and I, I sort of say like, the days that he didn't hold my hand, he carried me, and he literally did. Um, a few days after she did die, you, I just went through that whole cycle of grief that we all go through, mm-hmm. uh, just a very deep, dark pit of sadness, and I have children, so I made the choice that they can either have the mum who's always sad and in, in bed and can't function, or they can have the mum that can actually get up and do all the mum things that I'm supposed to do. So I chose the second and I got up the next day and I made my kids lunches and I took them to school and I spoke to their teachers and I think I was just doing shock and on adrenaline. Yeah. And I just, yeah, it changed my life forever. I've done and seen things that no one should ever have to go through in their life. Mm. But um, there's an amazing group that you never actually ever want to be a part of the Queensland Victim Support Group. They were phenomenal, just so amazing, just helping with counselling. And obviously I had a funeral to organise that I never anticipated. Just the impact was phenomenal. Do you have conversations with your dad about it now? Or is it just Um, something that's never said? No, we have spoken about it. Um, And even when he was in prison, when he would make contact, a phone call or something, Early on, I was obviously very angry, very, very angry. And um, I remember him one time saying, I am so sorry, um, but how many times can I say sorry? And I, and I remember saying every day for the rest of your life, and that is still not enough. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we have had conversations, and but 
I do. I have built up a wall. Um, I, I don't discuss it. Um, my family life changed. We changed schools. We changed jobs. We moved houses. One person's actions impacted my family in so many ways. So I don't talk about it to new people that I meet. Yeah. Um, my friends that knew at the time were amazing and I still are. But new people, I don't mention it because I don't want to be defined as that girl whose dad killed her mum. Yeah. I want to be known for me. We, we read all these stories, but I, I, I honestly, I just had never had an opportunity to hear from someone who has been a victim of it to get their understanding of it. So mm -hmm. can't thank you enough for being able to share your story. Thank you. Yeah, it's a story that no one really wants to ever share, but um, it does happen. But you can move on. You can never forget or necessarily forgive, but you've just got to make the most of your own life. You can't let it define you. Amazing message to come out of such a horrible situation. Anonymous, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks, guys.